You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Have you caught a dose of FCS fever? Welcome to the FCS Fever Podcast, a part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed. Now, here's your host of the FCS Fever Podcast, Jeff Colhane. All right, let's fire it up. Let's get it going, folks. Another edition of the FCS Fever Podcast. My name is Jeff Colhane, and what a fun weekend it was this past weekend. Quarterfinal round action began on Friday night and rolled all the way through three fun ones on Saturday uh, in a big-time way. We have got our semifinals set Friday night, Saturday afternoon, both games on ESPN2 for the nation to see. Semifinals, four quarters to Frisco. Friday night, you've got two programs that have developed an intense postseason rivalry with North Dakota State and James Madison inside the Fargo Dome. That's an 8.15, right around 8.20 p.m. Central Time kick Friday evening. And then Saturday afternoon, the first semifinal round matchup home game in Bozeman, Montana at Bobcat Stadium since way back in 1984. Montana State, the story of last weekend, knocking out the number one seed and defending national champions, Sam Houston Bearcats, and hosting South Dakota State, who came from behind themselves, logging all sorts of miles, flying all over the country. They won in Philadelphia against Villanova this past weekend. Got the job done, even with Pierre Strong Jr. out with a concussion. Welcome in. We're going to talk about those games. We've got a great guest on the program, Zach Mackey, Montana State radio play-by-play man, stops by. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast as well. And we've got some of the All-America teams coming out. Our Jerry Rice Award winner, our Eddie Robinson Award winner. If you haven't seen it, it is a good day and been a good week in the Sanders household is how we will put that. Uh, we'll tell you about that here coming up in a moment. Well, let's start last Friday night, and you go to Harrisonburg, Virginia, a tough place to play, Bridgeport Stadium. And, you know, final score 28-6. to James Madison wins the game. I feel for Montana. You know, I, I feel for Cam Humphrey not being able to, to play the whole game. He gets knocked out early second quarter with a concussion. Samuel Akeem is one of the best wide receivers in the country. He gets knocked out on the first catch of the game, the first drive of the game, lands awkwardly on his shoulder. He can't return. That makes it tough, folks. I'm not trying to make excuses for Montana because James Madison may have won the game anyway, but that just makes it really tough. Montana went to their second and then to their third string quarterbacks and just were one-dimensional offensively after that point in time. And JMU's too good of a defense to be able to be one-dimensional against. And so James Madison, with some big plays in the passing game, Brandon Ravenel, 
You've got Antoine Wells, uh, the Thornton kid who is very, very good. And Latrell Palmer is a big, physical, uh, quick back as well, very athletic. And they've got a quarterback in Cole Johnson who could very well be the best player in the country right now, the way he's slinging it around, how he's taking care of the football. Uh, You have those things up against you, and it's tough to win regardless if you're at full strength. Montana wasn't, and JMU wins the game 28-6. Kurt Signetti's 100th career win as a head coach. Congratulations to him. And they got to sit back on Saturday morning in front of a national audience on ESPN and watch North Dakota State and East Tennessee State go head-to-head. I'll tell you this, ETSU, I didn't feel like played bad. I thought they played fine. They played well. It's just that North Dakota State has just a little bit too much. And the Bison were able to start to dent the ETSU front in the second quarter. Tamaric Williams has emerged as the guy in the running back room for NDSU. Two touchdowns, both in the second quarter of play. And, you know, ETSU did some really good things. They held up much better defensively than what I thought they were going to do. It was a 20 nothing game going into uh, the, uh, the the halftime, or rather into the fourth quarter, excuse me. And, um, you know, ETSU was, was tremendous. Uh, I think they've got a great program. Uh, shocked to see Randy Sanders resign earlier this week. And one of the items I thought of right away was, man, Randy Sanders sticks around for another 10 years. ETSU could be one of those programs with JMU departing, with Jacksonville State departing, and with Sam Houston departing that could be a team out of the SOCON that we talk about as a national program that's in the conversation as a national champion every year. Randy Sanders, Randy Sanders resigns on, uh, on, on Monday. And so that was a shocker. That was a stunner. And ETSU now uh, trying to get their staff roll and get back together. That's right in front of signing day, uh, by the way, which is Wednesday of this week. So that was a shocker. But a tip of the cap to ETSU. Folks, North Dakota State's defense is lights out good. Uh, I mean, it is historically dominant right now with some of the stats they are putting up. They've only allowed six rushing touchdowns all season, a total of 16 touchdowns allowed as a whole this year, and their scoring defense is uh, averaging, giving up just around 10, 11 points per game. I mean, you can't get much better than that uh, for, for a defensive group. They have been extremely good, led by Jackson Hankey in the middle, a lot of great players. Michael Tutsi in All-American safety and just the depth at defensive line. Guys like Braden Thomas, Eli Mostart, Lane Tucker leading the way uh, for NDSU. A tremendous group that is going to get tested because you got James Madison coming to town. Friday night lights, four quarters to Frisco at the Fargo Dome. Uh, what a game. And poetic in a lot of ways for North Dakota State. It's been a bit of a road to redemption tour after the springtime for NDSU. They beat Southern Illinois in the second round game, the team that ended the 39-game winning streak last February. And now it's James Madison coming to town. Could the Bison send the Dukes out into an FCS sunset because they're heading to the next level? They're not postseason eligible next year in the FCS. JMU is the only team to beat North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome in the FCS playoffs in this magical run for the Bison. 30-1 and at home in the postseason in the FCS era for NDSU. It is poetic for the Bison to be playing them for a chance to get back to Frisco, Texas,
to play for another national championship. All right, our final two games, Montana State, obviously the story, but South Dakota State, they're just logging the miles, and the Jackrabbits even are able to overcome an injury to Pierre Strong Jr., who many could look at and say is the best back in the country, even though Quay Holmes from ETSU is a finalist for the Walter Payton Award as the top offensive player in the nation. Uh, Pierre Strong Jr. leads the country in rushing yards and, and has been just outstanding throughout the year. But uh, South Dakota State's got another good one in Isaiah Davis, uh, the young man out of Joplin, Missouri. Davis shouldered the load, and he has hit his stride as well at the right time here in the postseason. Villanova ahead at half, but 21 nothing in the second half. Uh, South Dakota State outscoring the uh, Wildcats, not surprised by the outcome, said SDSU is the better team. Villanova put up a fight. Forrest Ryan, one heck of a defensive player for Villanova. Top tackler in all of FCS college football. Tremendous player, uh, but the Wildcats are going to be sent home and uh, will not be a part of the semifinal round. Well, the Jackrabbits thought they were going to head to Huntsville, Texas. That's not the case. They are headed to the mountains of Bozeman, Montana, because touchdown Tommy Malott and the Montana State Bobcats run rough shot over the Sam Houston Bearcats, jumping ahead 28-0, winning by the final score of 42-19. And this young man, Tommy Malott right now, from Butte, Montana, right down the road from Bozeman, as a young player, is just uh, touching the hearts and the minds and the heartstrings of Bobcat fans everywhere. A Montana kid making big plays here. Remember, Montana State, a team that went through some drama at quarterback when Matt McKay entered the transfer portal 48 hours before their first playoff game at home versus UT Martin. Well, touchdown Tommy Malott has been the guy. He has rallied this team. They are confident. They beat up on Sam Houston. And first-year head coach Brent Vegan has got something rolling right now. They have already sold things out. Bobcat Stadium, first home semifinal game since 1984. Folks, it'll be a rowdy atmosphere in Bozeman on Saturday afternoon with South Dakota State in town and a trip to Frisco, Texas on the line. Well, as we've talked about here on the podcast, if you stayed up and uh, watched Saturday night what went on at Bauer Stadium in Huntsville, Texas, Montana State under first-year head coach Brent Vegan was uber-impressive, routing the Bearcats 42-19, ending their long winning streak, and uh, supplanting the uh, defending national champions from the springtime out of the bracket. Zach Mackey was there. He had the call. Joins us right now on the FCS Fever podcast. What a what a game! What a win! Uh, it had to be extremely exciting. You know, you go in there, you're 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 looked at, I guess, as the underdog, I, I suppose. And man, from the get go, uh, Montana State was anything but that. Zach, uh, just give me as you're watching the first half develop the way it did. Um, your reaction is you're you're taking timeouts and during breaks thinking, okay. This has started off pretty well for us. Maybe we didn't quite expect something like this to get to get us going here. Yeah, you know, Jeff, when you're going on the road, I, I just think the the big thing is to get that confidence right away. And they got the confidence. You know, they score early, they get the takeaway, and they score right again. And right away, it's fourteen nothing. And kind of turn them like, wow, you know, at least at least you know you're going to be in the game the whole time. It's going to be a good football game back and forth. I mean, no one's going to run away with this all of a sudden, the defending national champs and, you know, the number one overall seed. You just never know going on the road and in the playoffs like that. And uh, 
And then all of a sudden when it goes again and it's 21 nothing, and then it's 28 nothing. you know, especially when it got to 28, I know I turned to Mikey, um, writer who I do the games with, and just said, uh, you know, we, wow, as long as you don't, you know, let them go too quickly or you get slowed this game down so much that Montana State's won a lot of games by only putting up 28 points. It hasn't been a crazy offensive uh, team for the most part. It's been the defense that they've relied on. So it was just it was so crazy because it all, like you said, happened so fast. I mean, within three minutes, you were up 14 nothing, and then you get the football back right away. So there's just, it was just so fast and so quick that I, I think that there was never really a doubt from the guys on the sideline. There was never a doubt by the fan base because it happened so fast. Let's go to it right away. Touchdown, Tommy. Tommy Malott. I mean, this has been, when I saw you a little over a week ago in Bozeman when we were doing a hoops game, at Worthington Arena, this was a big talking point with Matt McKay going the transfer portal. I know Malat had had played some games, but hadn't started any yet. And now this is a, a young man from close by, right in Butte, Montana. Uh, and this guy, it feels like I don't want to say he's galvanized this team because that's not what was needed. But that whole uh, the transfer portal thing that that's so far in the past now. It seems like because of this young man. Um, what is developing as far as folklore with this kid uh, at such a young age with what he's doing so far? I'd say what it, it kind of feels like a movie almost like is building up here. You get a kid who, like you said, is from down the road a little bit, Butte, Montana. And, uh, you know, he comes here, he's a fourth string uh, quarterback. And, and we were joking the other day because uh, when, when Coach Vegan got here in February, we started doing some coaches shows in March just to kind of get him out there and, and to get uh, some of a sense of, you know, what he was thinking about the team. And the very first week, somebody sends in a question to us about Tommy Malott. How's he doing? How's Tommy Malott? He had just joined the team. It was during COVID and all that. And uh, I didn't know much about him at all. Coach had just gotten here. He goes, I mean, he's fourth on the depth chart. You know, I, I, he's doing fine. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's a young guy. We've got three guys ahead of him who have all won Division One football games before at the quarterback spot as a starter. So, uh, you know, he's he's doing he's doing his place, whatever that he's sitting right now. And then Coach uh, joked he went around the state in May, went to Butte and uh, get some of the people caught him afterwards and said, hey. I don't know why Tommy Malott's fourth on the depth chart. I don't know why, you know, and, and he joked around and said, I mean, I, we've got three pretty good players uh, right now in front of him. It's not like it's all brand new guys, but uh, it, it has just been a really cool story. And it's one of those things where you, you always want, you know, this, uh, you know, the, the playmaker with the football, whoever's a playmaker, yeah. Tommy's just straight up a playmaker. I mean, he catches a touchdown, runs for a touchdown, throws a touchdown, He's a playmaker, and when he's got the football in his hands, he's able to make plays happen, turn something negative into a positive. And uh, I, I think 100%, like you said, it's galvanized this team. They've gotten behind him. They've, you know, they they love the the touchdown, Tom, and he's about as humble of a guy as you can find. Just a Montana kid that uh, wanted to play for the Bobcats and is getting an opportunity in the biggest time in the playoffs right now. Talking with Zach Mackey, Montana State play-by-play man, as the Bobcats take down number one Sam Houston, and now they get to host a semifinal round game Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. against South Dakota State at Bobcat Stadium. Hey, Zach, for people that don't know, kind of take us behind the 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 scenes, if you will, kind of behind the just the the football landscape in the state of Montana. Cat Grizz, high school football. 
um, just the the rivalry there and, and the sense that you get about what these two programs mean to the state. And, you know, last weekend, you got one of them that loses on Friday in, in, in tough fashion, another one that wins Saturday night in, in big-time fashion and is still playing. I'm sure that's still being talked about in small-town coffee shops around the state right now. Oh, no kid. You know, it's an interesting state landscape-wise when you take a look first at high school football because it's such a big state, and you'll have high school teams in the playoffs traveling six hours across the state to play another team. You don't have to go overnight, have to bus. I mean, it's just it's a, it makes it a little bit more complicated that way. Um, you know, the high school-wise, I know it's a, it's a growing state right now, and there's, they're adding high schools in Bozeman and in some of the different metropolitan bigger cities um, areas around, um, you know, the state of Montana. So that has been an area of discussion, too, with those new high schools coming up. There's always, uh, you know, a little pushback along the way. But there is a sense of, uh, you know, and I've, I've got out here, three years ago, and, and I've been around some rivalries around different states, but I've never seen it where it's 24-7 every single day. Mm. It is, you know, you're either a cat or you're a grizz, and, and you're on one side or the other. And what's so interesting, I know this was a, another funny part we had uh, in our coaches' shows, is, is Coach talked about a couple of weeks ago when we went into the first his first cat grizz, and uh, he, he put up on the board, you know, what we need to do. We need to beat, we need to own the state, beat Montana, and we need to be able to compete for national championships. Well, the social media people took it, and they just put out there, you know, we need to be able to compete for national championships. And people started tweeting and emailing and said, well, what about Montana? We've got to beat Montana. That's Because it's all-encompassing. If you're going to win a national title, you got to win it, you know, the game's in front of you. And, and we're going to, of course, win that game. But it got cut in a moment, that, and, and the people let them know right away at this state that you know, that's a pretty important game, and that's a game that matters a lot. There's been uh, coaches uh, on either side that maybe haven't had the best record all year, but they've a game in the month of November of the regular season, and they've been, you know, talked about forever, and they get the clean, clean pass then as long as they win that game. I mean, I've just, I've never seen, I, I grew up in the Midwest, uh, and uh, I went to Iowa. I saw the Iowa-Iowa State rivalry, you know, back and forth, the in-state without any pro teams, much like you guys have, and it's, uh it's just it's different because of uh, you know you're in the same conference you've got a lot of the same kids you're recruiting and uh, it's been fun to kind of get a peek inside of it and get to see how much it means to everybody in this state. First home semifinal game for Montana State since 1984. What is it like in Bozeman, Montana, right now? I can tell you this: it's a sold out crowd already. At uh, we we said you know Tuesday at 12:05. They could already announce that it was not only a sellout, but it was, or it wasn't a sellout of seats. It was a sellout of standing room. They sold another 2,000 standing room only. Wow. It, uh, there's a lot of excitement. You know, right after the game, they uh, they released 4,000 tickets because um, you know whatever was extra from season ticket holders, they were going to give season ticket holders the the choice. And by that night, before we had gotten on the plane to go back, those had already sold out. It is. Uh, people are excited. I mean, it's it's like you said, not since 1984. It's been a long time, and to have a big game like this at home is. I, I can't wait. I mean, I, I'm 
super excited. You know, we, we did it in 2019, went on the road, uh, saw what, uh, how they do it there in Fargo. And, and obviously it, uh, was a, uh, was a crazy environment it was super cool, but it is so hard to be able to do it on the road when you got a home environment like that. And I know a lot of the fans around here are, are excited to be able to produce a product, hopefully on Saturday that, uh, can get into, the head of that offense and, and can continue to make noise, but there is there's so much excitement around this place right now. Talking with Zach Mackey, Montana State play-by-play man. He will be on the call Saturday afternoon, a 1 p.m. Central uh, noon local kick in Bozeman, Montana, with South Dakota State coming to town. As we talk, it's early in the week, so I know you got a few more days to, to dig in on South Dakota State and get prepared and get ready from afar, your initial thoughts on SDSU, the Jackrabbits, and the type of game you think we're going to have here Saturday afternoon? Well, it's interesting because I think it's a lot, uh, two pretty similar teams. I mean, you get standout running backs uh, on, on Montana State side, and then on the other side, uh, Pierce Strong is, is obviously highly regarded by just about everybody in the country. And uh, he's just continued to, to really turn some heads, what he's been able to do with the run game. Uh, they get some really solid linebackers too. I think uh, you know when you look at it, you, you look at some of those guys up the middle, like like Bach and and some of those others that are getting some national attention, rightfully so. Uh, you know, they from what I've seen, use those tight ends, get those tight ends involved. I think we could see uh, uh, we could see either way of it. Who knows? But I, I got a feeling that it's going to be a between the tackles, keep the clock running, a low-scoring affair. Uh, that's just a, a guess, but obviously both these two teams have been able to put up 40 points when mm-hmm. need to. Uh, I, I know talking with the coaching staff, they said, you know, this is a group that is just so solid in what they do. They can run between the tackles. They could do that. We saw maybe a little bit of a different uh, a different type of lineup we were going against last week against Sam Houston with some of those athletes, some of those five-star drop-downs they have. I mean, some of those guys – you know, freak athletes that uh, are obviously playing Texas high school football and doing it at a high level there at, at Sam Houston now. But uh, it, it's just going to be two teams that I think are, are fairly similar and uh, kind of want to do the same thing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one on Saturday. No question about it. An amazing atmosphere in what's going to be a classic game in Bozeman between Montana State and South Dakota State. Hey, Zach, always appreciate it. Enjoy the week. Enjoy Saturday. And I, I hope we get to see you in Frisco, Texas. That'd be something. There you go. Let's do it. Let's plan on in Frisco. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, college football is rolling, and our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook have an incredible offer for college football fans. For new users, bet $1, just $1 on any game, and if your team scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. Yes, you heard that correctly. $1, one game, $100 in free bets. Here's what you do. Click the link in the show description of the FCS Fever podcast. Sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook and make your first deposit. Make a $1 bet on any team. And if your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100 thanks to our friends at DraftKings. It is the best offer going in sports betting, so act now. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, or Wyoming. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 
1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, or call text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789, 21 and older, 18 and older in Wyoming, Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only, minimum $5 deposit, minimum $1 wager, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Well, big thanks once again to Zach Mackey, Montana State Radio play-by-play man. That's going to be one heck of a game to watch, listen to on Saturday with South Dakota State at Montana State, Bozeman, Montana, Bobcat Stadium. It's going to be big boy football, to say the least. There's no doubt about it. Hey, what a year for Jackson State. The head coach, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, his son, Shadur Sanders as well. Those two guys, the Sanders household, uh, one fun week for them as uh, Shadur named the Jerry Rice Award winner as the top freshman in all of FCS college football. And congratulations to Deion Sanders. Coach Prime was named the Eddie Robinson Award winner as the top coach in all of college football in the FCS as well. They've got a celebration bowl matchup versus South Carolina State coming up here in Atlanta which is a big deal. It's a great game. It's uh, it's great for any any college football program. ESPN uh, helps pump some money into that game, and it's great for the conferences and great for the universities that are involved. So uh, the Sanders household, it's been a great fall. Jackson State's had a great season. Congrats to Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, his son Shadur, as they pick up some uh, hardware this week as they get ready for the Celebration Bowl coming up down the road. All right, shout out Sam Herter, Hero Sports. Their All-America teams are out. Three teams, also freshman squads, sophomore squads. So the voters were busy. And uh, some big names here. These are the best of the best around the world of FCS college football. Some names to mention. Eric Berrier, who I think should win the Walter Payton Award. A first-team Hero Sports All-American. Pierre Strong, South Dakota State. Uh, Quay Holmes, East Tennessee State. The running backs. Hunter Lipke, the big back for NDSU, a first-team fullback. Christian Watson, Cordell Volson for North Dakota State as well. Dejon Dixon, a wide receiver from Nichols, one heck of a player. Xavier Gibson from Stephen F. Austin and Tucker Kraft from South Dakota State, a wide receiver and tight end who are outstanding. Trevor Penny, UNI, Cole Strange, Chattanooga, Mason McCormick, South Dakota State, Braxton Jones, Southern Utah, and Nick Sakels from Fordham along the offensive line. Xavier Shepard, the all-purpose player and uh, star from Kennesaw State. Defensively, names you'll see this weekend. Mike Green from James Madison. Daniel Hardy out of Montana State. Troy Anderson, Montana State. Adam Bach from South Dakota State. Michael Tutsi from North Dakota State. All names on the uh, first-team all-defense All-America squads from Hero Sports. And specialist Ethan Racky out of James Madison. Kyle Davis, the long snapper. Just some of the names on the first-team squads. Cole Johnson, a second-team quarterback. Isaiah Fonse out of Montana State. Antoine Wells Jr., running backs and wide receivers in this game. Lewis Kidd, offensive lineman for Montana State, uh, certainly as well. Diamante Tucker-Dorsey out of James Madison, a second-team All-American linebacker. Uh, that pops up. And third-team honorees, Noah Gindorf, a tight end from NDSU, Cody Mauk along the offensive line, Braden Thomas defensively, defensive end, North Dakota State, Chase Benson from Montana State, uh, just to name a few. Greg Ross, a DB out of James Madison. Uh, plenty of great players here 
that uh, you can look at. Shout out to Sam Herter, Hero Sports, and BetMGM for uh, this, uh, this list here as well. All right, that's going to do it for us. It's going to be a fun week leading up. We'll have another podcast for you, previewing the two matchups here and uh, looking at them in depth as you got semifinal round matchups, four quarters to Frisco coming up later in the week with NDSU and James Madison Friday night. And then Saturday, it is Montana State and South Dakota State. My name is Jeff Colhane. Subscribe, like, comment. You know the drill. We appreciate you listening. You've been locked into the FCS Fever podcast. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later in the week, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.